This is Partners in Practice, a weekly series dedicated to the evolving field of the advanced practice clinician. Here is your host nurse practitioner, Mimi Secor. Internationally, the nurse practitioner role is expanding with nurse practitioners in up to an estimated 70 countries worldwide. In Canada, there are approximately 6,000 nurse practitioners or more practicing in the role that has been successfully growing since 1990. Increasing numbers of nurse practitioner educational programs have been established around the world, including Europe, New Zealand, Australia, Singapore, and many other countries. You're listening to ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome. I'm nurse practitioner Mimi Secor, your host, and with me today is Dr. Joyce Polcini, nurse practitioner and associate professor at Boston College Graduate School of Nursing. We will be discussing the role of nurse practitioners internationally. Hello, Dr. Polcini. Welcome to ReachMD. Hello. How did you first become involved internationally in the development of the nurse practitioner role? Well, actually, my first involvement was in 1980 when I assisted in the development of a family nurse practitioner in the Eastern Caribbean, and this was located in St. Vincent's in the island of St. Vincent, and this was funded by the Pan American Health Organization. And then what have you been doing since that time? Since I've been at Boston College, I've taken or overseen students who travel to Nicaragua, and we take students for a week there, and they learn about the healthcare system and actually practice in a clinic in Managua, Nicaragua. And this is at a clinic and under the auspices of a physician collaborator, so it is an important experience for students. And so we've been doing that for four years. Wow. Do you see pediatric patients or do you see all age patients there when you go? We see all age patients and we encourage the students to be able to uh, speak Spanish and we take undergraduates and graduate students. So the graduate students, the NP students who are in their last year actually see patients and the faculty supervise them and then they, of course, collaborate with the physician there. So they're speaking Spanish with the patients, reporting to the physician in Spanish and, and charting in Spanish. So it's quite a challenge, and they really meet that challenge. It's amazing. That's incredible. Now, is this for underserved people, folks that don't have money, or what kind of population is it? The clinic that we go to is an area called Ciudad Sandino, and it was really a a refugee camp uh, that was first kind of built or came about as a result of the 1972 earthquake in Managua, and literally people still live there. And the second wave came from after the Hurricane Mitch in 1998. So poor people who have been displaced because of earthquakes, hurricanes, those kinds of things come. And as they come to the area, on the outside, they often start living in tents, and then gradually they have a little better housing, but mostly houses are built with tin, and the clinic is right in the middle of this community. You have also been involved internationally in the ICN, the International Council of Nursing Advanced Practice Network. Can you just share a little bit about your involvement with that organization? Right. It's called the Nurse Practitioner Advanced Practice Nursing Network, and it is a subgroup under the auspices of the International Council of Nurses. So I've been involved with that for about 10 years, and it is a group of practicing nurses 
internationally and educators who started coming together. And at the meetings, we share information about practice, about education, about regulation as regulations are evolving in these different countries. And that conference happens every other year. And on the odd years, it is held at the International Council of Nursing meeting. So we basically meet every year. Now, you also have just recently published an international survey of nurse practitioners across the globe. Now, would you like to explain it a little bit and then I'll ask you questions? Um, Sure. It was a survey of the member countries in the network, so it was about 32 countries. And we surveyed leaders in the countries about what practice for advanced practice nurses look like. We asked them to describe the students and the educational programs that they have. And we talked a little bit about regulation, about what kinds of regulations were in place and what were the barriers and facilitators to practice in these countries. And uh, hopefully we can follow this over time. So we got a snapshot in 2008, really, is when we actually did the survey. It takes a few years for things to get published. But this is groundbreaking because we really don't have much research internationally, do we, in terms of worldwide, the role of the nurse practitioner? I I think increasingly, if you go into the literature, there are uh, more and more international accounts. But this kind of survey, I think this might have been the first comprehensive survey in the way that we did this, right? Now, outside of the United States, where are nurse practitioners located internationally? You know, where are some of the major locations? Obviously, Canada. We talked, we spoke about Canada. In the United Kingdom and England and in Ireland, there are a large number of nurse practitioners, and they began to really evolve in a big way in the 90s. They had a very inspiring leader, Barbara Stilwell, who would be comparable to our Loretta Ford here in the States, and she kind of spearheaded that and started the first program and began to talk about what she was doing, and it's really taken off in the U.K. And is that primarily because of the public health system they have there? or Right. Nurses are very central to care in the U.K. Nurse, nurses are really focused in the community. They have a public health approach. If you go to a country in the U.K., you notice that nurses have a very high level of esteem in the community. They're important members of the community and they are seen very positively. So it was a very, really a natural for them to move into this role in many ways. And Australia, New Zealand have also followed in that same vein. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Partners in Practice on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm nurse practitioner Mimi Secor, and I'm speaking today with Dr. Joyce Polcini, nurse practitioner, about the development of the nurse practitioner role internationally. Dr. Polcini, we were talking about outside of the United States where nurse practitioners are internationally. Outside of the U.K., the other areas I think that are important are Asia, Asian Pacific, and also Africa, as a matter of fact. And it's just interesting to to watch these roles evolve. In Asia, the role seems to be beginning, and it seems to be more hospital-based as opposed to a community-based. So the nurse practitioners tend to be focused more on specialties and work closer relationship to hospitals. And the other important factor about Asia is that uh, they have a very highly developed education system, and so they do have strong requirements for educational background for advanced practice nurses, and they're moving to the master's level and doctoral level, for that matter. 
so they are in many ways uh, doing very well in that area. In Africa, the UK model is similar there too, so that nurses also have very central roles, sometimes very independent roles, and so it's also a natural for them to move, to be educated, to really uh, expand their role. So even the DMP role, I would think the degree would be very attractive to a super autonomous nurse practitioners in communities like in Africa? I think more in Asia and Africa, the education system is different. There are different levels of education, so they don't have the same educational structure, really, that Asia has at this point. So Africa is an enormous, enormous area, and so would you say that there are a fair number of nurse practitioners and nurse practitioner programs in Africa? I, I can't give you a number, but we do have a lot of members from South Africa, Botswana, uh, many of those countries. And so, yes, the other thing that I think we do see in Africa is that nurses are often midwives. So that's an advanced practice role here. So there's a kind of a natural expansion there. Um, they function at a very high level because of the need to provide more education to them seems to be the right way to go and to deal with the huge shortages and problems that they have in that area. So so how much interest is there internationally right now in the development of the nurse practitioner role? Well, I think it's very high. I think that there's great interest as evidenced by our network growing and we're getting a lot more attention. And I think that's just catching on in many, many countries. There's kind of an unevenness in, in terms of how it is evolving. The other area that we haven't talked about is South and Central America, and I'm not aware of a large number of nurse practitioners functioning in that continent, even though I go to that area with my students. And I think it does have something to do with how nurses are seen. I think the role of the RN or the nurse is different. I think don't have the same high esteem that they might hold in other areas in some of the UK countries. And so I think that people who are interested in healthcare, I think, tend to go into medicine. In some of those countries, they have a lot of physicians and not as many nurses, and nurses are poorly paid and so forth. So until their level of sort of esteem and importance in the community goes up, I don't think it will change greatly. And the language is an issue, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating, really fascinating how much of it is linked to the perception of the nursing role in the country and the community. So what countries are just now developing the NP role? Is it Asia that's more most recently become involved, or have they had their programs for a while now? I'd say in the last five to ten years, and they're certainly growing, and there's been a lot of people from the U.S. going there to consult and helping with that. Um, or Europe as well has begun to expand. The Netherlands has a very strong nurse practitioner presence. Uh, what did you find were some of the unique challenges that certain countries are facing in trying to develop the nurse practitioner role? Well, I think the differences in the level of nursing education, of basic nursing education, certainly is one. And in the United States, we've been very fortunate to now have a kind of a uniform master's level, but that is not true in all countries. So that's a huge challenge. When we did our survey, we noticed that there were a large number of titles. So there were even different titles in each country. And so what we call ourselves differs from country to country. That can lead to some confusion. So that's a challenge. We've had problems like that in our country for a long time, too, haven't we? Yes. (laughs) 
We can relate to that problem. (laughs) If nurse practitioners or PAs or physicians want to get involved in international career opportunities, how might they do that? You know, I have people ask me that all the time. You know, I think that there are many ways non-governmental organizations or NGOs often offer some opportunities. Volunteering in countries, there are a lot of opportunities to volunteer in countries where there's a great need. And most recently, we think of Haiti and Partners in Health and other groups have not just taken physicians, they've brought nurses. Many of the big medical centers donated time of the professionals in their institutions, including nurses. So volunteering is one way. Um, Another is through the Peace Corps. And again, in the Peace Corps, volunteers don't provide direct services. What they do is help to look at more at development. So that is one way to get to know countries. And the other is a Fulbright program. That might be another important area. I always think of Doctors Without Borders and the Good Ship Hope and, you know, organizations like that, too. Yes, definitely. The American Red Cross. Definitely. And I know that there are teams of people from the U.S. who go out to do specific kinds of work. There are teams of surgeons who go to, you know, Africa and do cleft lip and palate surgery, you know, for example, or different specialty kinds of surgeries as well. Anything like that is great, just getting to know these countries. Well, Dr. Pulcini, can you tell us about what your future projects are internationally? I know you always have lots of exciting things planning. <laughs> Um, well, my next project is I'm going to be going to to Ecuador for three weeks to teach a global health course, and we hope to be expanding possibilities for our school there as well as helping to consult on the development of a, a nursing program there. So that's sort of the next thing I'm interested in. That's very exciting. Are you going by yourself or are you taking a group with you or...? Taking a group of students, they're BC students who are going to Ecuador and will teach the course there. So they'll learn about global health, but will apply it uh, directly to experiences in Ecuador. Well, you certainly have accomplished so much, both domestically in the United States and internationally, Dr. Polcini. It's just a great honor and pleasure to have known you over the years and to continue to see your development and in your leadership as the international role of the nurse practitioner expands. So thank you for all that you do. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. And I'm nurse practitioner Mimi Secor, and you're listening to Partners in Practice on ReachMD XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Thank you so much for listening today. You've been listening to Partners in Practice on ReachMD. You can download this program and any other program in our library at ReachMD.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening.